on this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast. And so if you're wanting to work more, some people need to work for money, sadly, but some people just get bored Mm -hmm. and they just want to go do something. They, they want to go meet with people. Mm -hmm. And now is a perfect opportunity with COVID and all this stuff going on. There's so many different opportunities out. Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal, and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real life, real-time issues, and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30 plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging. That is right. This is the Answers on Aging podcast, and my name is Todd Watley. I am here. Every week so far, we've done one every single week, and thankfully, my co-host is here, Sarah Scott. Hello, Todd Watley, and welcome everybody back to, hopefully it's back to, um, the Answers on Aging podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome even bigger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even bigger. (laughs) Okay. Sure. Um, and yeah, so we love doing this podcast and we got some good news today about our podcast. I know. I was just kind of jumping around on the internet, looking at different things. And I thought, I'm just going to look at other aging podcasts and yeah. just kind of get some ideas or whatever and just see how we're doing. And there was a list that said the top 30, I think, top mm-hmm. 30 aging podcasts that you need to listen to in 2021. And jokingly, I said, I wonder where we're ranked on that. And, you know, never, ever dreaming. And I, I start, you know, going through looking at each one. I got to number 10 and voila. Voila. Answers so on exciting. Aging Podcast is number 10. And this is like a national yeah. um website that ranks and yeah. you know talks about podcasts and we were number 10 Isn't that and cool? even Thanks for elder too. law yeah podcast we were number four so they they look specifically at elder law which we don't consider this to be a elder law podcast i mean since i'm an attorney we do cover mm-hmm. a lot of stuff but i think it's primarily not designed to be elder law it's Mm -hmm. for the public but even in a general very you know just aging podcast we were number 10 nationally so that's pretty cool so please please share Uh, the link to that will be in our show notes yeah and so you can for yourself go look and see and share it with friends and neighbors and say hey this this isn't just some hokey little podcast arkansas folks (laughs) Hillbillies. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> being recognized nationally. So we are super excited about that. And thank y'all for listening. And please, please, please share as always. Yes. That kind of sounds like our ending, but we're just getting started. We yeah. are just getting started. And today, so yeah, when Todd was looking through the list and everything of the aging podcast, we like to 
offer a, a good variety, a good mix of different topics and things that are helpful and relevant to you as you age. And I think you, we kind of started talking about, um, I'm wanting to say like jack of all trades, master of none or something mm-hmm. like that, that kind of led you phrase. down the rabbit hole of different job changes that occur whenever we age. Yeah. I think. Well, uh, one of the podcasts I was going through looking at their topics and one of theirs was, do you think you're a one trick pony? Yeah. One trick pony. And I thought, huh, that's interesting because I bet a, a lot of you out there are thinking, you know, I did this my entire life. That's yeah. all I can do. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to do that anymore. So therefore I'm stuck at home and I can't get a new job. That is absolutely so far f- mm-hmm. from the truth. And, you know, it, I will admit in the past, it's probably been somewhat difficult for people over 65 or so to get a new job. Yeah. You know, yeah. with the economy so well, jobs were not that prevalent. It's like, you know, we would rather have someone that's younger and can lift more or do more. We you don't know. have to pay them as much. Yeah. We, we can train them the way we want them to. Exactly. I know. But man, nowadays, every place, we, we went to lunch today and she's like, you can't go outside because and it's a beautiful day here mm-hmm. and we wanted to sit outside. She's like, sorry, we don't have enough servers to allow you to eat outside. It's yeah. like, you know, and pretty much every place you go to has help wanted signs. Mm-hmm. And so if you're wanting to work more, mm-hmm. some people need to work for money, sadly, yeah. but some people just get bored mm-hmm. and they just want to go do something. They, they want to go meet with people mm-hmm. and now is a perfect opportunity with COVID and all this stuff going on. There's so many different opportunities out there. And so we wanted to bring this episode to talk about, you know, how to find a job, suggestions, ideas, maybe just get your mind racing a little bit to say, you know, maybe working at Lowe's would be kind of cool. You know, I can build stuff. I can replace a faucet. I can do, you know, I can help people through that. But primarily if you just know where stuff is and Mm -hmm. I find it on my phone and most of their workers I've noticed, I'm like, Hey, where's the so-and-so? And And they'll whip out their phone, pull up the app and say, well, you know, I could have done that, Mm -hmm. but still it's a job and it's, you meet people and do stuff and you don't drive your wife crazy sitting at home all day. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've ever shared this on the podcast or not, but I've always said that when I retire, I want to be like a part-time stand-up comedian. <laughs> and um, I'm serious. Like, I think that, and I, I, of course, would have to be financially sound enough because I know I wouldn't be able to pay like bills, probably. I don't know. I might be able to pay the bills. You, you might become we'll a famous comedian. Yeah. I mean, I might in my retirement age, but even, you know, Todd and I just in the last couple of years have had different career moves and I'm not technically a senior. I work a lot with seniors, um, but, you know, the, both of us have had a lot of experience doing somewhat of the same thing, just in different capacities over a large number of years mm-hmm. and um, have made a shift. Mm-hmm. in you know the direction our our careers are going in and so um I think even though I'm not technically a senior yet I can speak to 
just trying to make sure that whatever it is you choose to spend your time doing, whether it's because you have to have a job because of finances or because you can't stand staying at home or you're looking for a new purpose um, or maybe a tragedy happens. You know, I can't help but think about a good friend that I recently lost and, you know, her, she was a single mom and has two boys and her two boys are left with her dad and stepmom now. And it's just like, they're grandparents. If they even thought for a second they were about to retire, yeah, they're going to have to rethink like yeah. this whole next, you know, 10 or 15 years of their lives and, and really shift around. And so not just with the pandemic, but just life in general, things come our way that we can't expect. And so whatever the reason is that you decide or are forced to make a change with your career or go from being in retirement back into the workforce, I think today's episode is going to be really helpful in kind of giving you a guide and also letting you know that you are not alone. Yeah. 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 So there will be a lot of links in our show notes. Mm -hmm. So uh, please go there look for those and um, that will get you right to some of the articles that we're talking about. That's right. So um, I do think that in one of the articles that I was looking at, um, I believe it was from usnews.com. They were talking about how, you know, a lot of seniors get back into the workforce once they've tried to retire um, because they need a purpose and mm-hmm. having something that gives them that outside stimulation, you know, activity in the brain and it gives them that per- person to person interaction is really important. And you can listen to a previous episode um, where we talk about the importance of friendship mm-hmm. and all the science behind why it's so important to have that tribe group or um, just some socialization in your life and whether it, you get that from having a new job or um, attending a, an activity center or an exercise center, um, having that purpose or losing that purpose and then trying to find it again can often be really scary. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of seniors out there that are doing just that. In mm-hmm. fact, um, one article... From AARP.org was talking about how many baby boomers are coming back into the workforce. And it says, okay, so in five years from now, so by 2024, 13 million people, 65 and older, will still be working. Sure. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and that age group will constitute the fastest growing segment of the workforce um for the last 10 years yeah and when we say jobs uh, you know you obviously can go and get a job but if if you don't want the responsibilities like hey you have to be here on this day at this time if that doesn't settle well with you and you're not doing it for money there are a lot of places you can volunteer at Mm -hmm. to get out of the house go do go do things and sarah you own, you ran a, um, adult daycare. Mm -hmm. Y'all functioned a lot off of volunteers. You know, a lot of your help was typically older people who would come and volunteer for free. And you were just glad to see them. So they, they showed up whenever they could Mm -hmm. and you couldn't fire them. No, (laughs) 
You no. couldn't make them come to work, uh-uh. but you were glad to see them. And so these people had a purpose yeah. and were able to get out of the house and go do something. So mm-hmm. if you're thinking, well, I don't want a job, you know, I don't want to, you know, 24 year old boss yeah. <laughs> telling me what to do yeah. and making me do it. Some people are, you know, they're okay with that. But if that turns you off, also look into volunteers. Same thing, yes. same process, same socialization, but without the stress of a job. Your pay is the joy and the warmness <laughs> in your heart at the end of the day. I'm serious. People you've, who do that. You've obviously used that phrase before. Well, yeah, with to people. recruit volunteers, <laughs> exactly. but it's true. I'm not lying to them. Right. Well, and the flip side to that, Todd, is that um, um, we would use the under, like, under the disguise of making some of our participants actually believe that they were coming to work right. when they would come to to the program because that was the only way they would agree to do it and they needed that purpose. Mm-hmm. And whether it was folding maps for the local public transportation system um, or sorting out decks of cards uh, or different brochures, I mean, all kinds of busy work, but then also some productive, like meaningful work too. Sure. Um, that was their job mm-hmm. and they wanted that and that's what got them there. That's what gave them you know, that's what filled their cup at the end of the day. And it gave their caregivers a break. So sometimes that was because the caregiver needed to go to work, mm-hmm. you know, and sure. had to have that relief. Yeah. Um, other times they needed the break. But either way, um, there is something to be said about the the true underlying need for a purpose. And if you're kind of feeling lost and not working or Maybe you're in the wrong field, you know. If if you're not doing something that truly makes you happy, I would encourage you to look for something that truly makes you happy. Yeah, and so here's a list of things, you know, just to get your mind thinking of, well, I did this job my entire life. I really don't want to do it again. What else can I do, okay? And with minimal training, minimal Mm -hmm. school, you know, probably a course out there somewhere, here's some 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 things you can do. Number one is appraiser and obsessor for real estate. I know that's a course, it's a certification, but I don't think it's that difficult. I, I know people who have done that and you basically go out there, walk around the property, walk through the house, take some measurements and put it all into a program and it, it tells you what the value is. And particularly with the hot real estate market right now, yeah. um, those people are needed because, you know, you can't close the deal until it has an appraisal. And the appraisers are so swamped right now that they are needing more of these. And mm-hmm. it's it's not heavy lifting. It's You do need to be able to walk some, but it's pretty cool. And you can take a job or not take a job. If you don't want to work next week, you don't work next week. But if you want to, I, I bet there are jobs out there. Yeah. Technical writers, okay? Yeah. Whatever you did probably someone's writing something about it. You know, mm-hmm. the job you did in the past, you think, well, you know, that's just second nature. No, it's not. They need someone to write about that. And you can be a technical writer. And this is the median annual wage is $71,850. That's not shabby. That's not shabby at all. Tax preparers. Okay. Uh. It's all computers. Okay. <laughs> there are, you know, H and R block, different places out there have computers 
programs that you plug in information, you get the, the information from the client, put it in, you're like, well, I don't know much about taxes. You don't need a whole lot. You just have to be able to work the software and they will teach you how to do that. And that median annual wage is 39390 I mean, that's almost 40000 bucks a year to do that. Um, property managers, okay? Someone's got to be there to take the complaints and call the repair guy or do whatever. And those are jobs out there. And typically you can live on site and just be the, the person that everybody goes to. And yeah. that pays 58,000, uh, construction and building inspectors. Yeah. If you did construction, if you know that stuff very well, probably just a little bit of training and mm-hmm. boom, you're out there making almost 60,000 bucks a year. This next one I was surprised at because it's on like just about every list. Is it really? That I looked at, yeah. Crossing guards. Uh But think about it. Have you ever seen a younger crossing guard? No. That's cool. I know. And they pay for that? The school pays for that, I guess? Uh, You know, I didn't look that far into it. Well, it says median wage, 28960 so I guess you just show up when school opens and when school closes and yeah. hold up a flag. That'd be kind of cool. Uh-huh. Clergy. Clergy. Become a, a clergyman. Right. So uh, those are just a few things that it's like, you know, that would be kind of cool. And yeah. that is the seven job offers, offering good opportunities for older workers through AARP. So that yeah. link will be in our stuff too. Yes, and then there are a couple of other um, more popular options that were um, in that appeared on different lists for like top jobs for retirement after you retire retirement. Okay, Um, teaching was one. Yeah, Um, nursing or in the nursing field was one. Musician gigs. Yeah, turn that hobby into a paycheck, y'all. Hmm. And then um, mentors or coaches um, or consultants to mm-hmm. really kind of expand on your previous careers, you know, topic or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which both of us do that yeah, in I mean, different capacities. Yeah. Chances are whatever you did for a living, you could be a consultant. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you know, if you were good, <laughs> well, of course they were good. At of it. course they were. They must be really smart if they're listening to our podcast. <laughs> so, so, you know, there are, you know, where people do that, you know, whatever you did, find a place near you who is currently doing that or needing people to do that. And I can almost guarantee you they will need a consultant. Yeah. And that's just someone that, you know, pays you, you know, X number of dollars to come in, look at what's going on, make suggestions. You know, if you're 65, 70, 75 years old and you've done that job for 40 years, chances are you can tell them how to do it better. Yeah. And, and people an will pay for that. Yeah. yeah. You're now an expert and people will pay for that mm-hmm. and surprisingly pay quite well. Yeah. Um, I was trying to get a friend of mine. He, he retired at the age of 56 and he had been there, I think, 30 years. Mm he was just tired of it and he was getting some military benefits and he's like, you know, I can survive without this job. Mm -hmm. And the guy who replaced him, um, got fired or quit, just walked off the job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
And so they were calling him back and he did not want to work there. It was high stress. It was a engineering customer service type and he had to deal with problems all day and he just got tired of it. And, and I said, but you could consult, you could, I said, they're calling you, they will pay you. I, I said, you know, what, what would it take to get you out of the house? He said, I don't know thousand dollars a day i said charge them two thousand yeah just you know start it too mm-hmm. and just see what they say and mm-hmm. his eyes got big i said they need uh-huh. somebody yeah. i mean they need a consultant and that's what consultants do you yeah. don't pay social security or medicare you're not an employee they just write the check and they get what they need from you and i said start out at two and just see what happens and i talked to him later and he said i just didn't want i, I yeah. just don't want to do it i just don't yeah. I like being at home right now. And he's only been retired since I think January. So oh, yeah. he's only in his first year. He's in the <laughs> yeah. So yeah, give him a few more years. Yeah. He's like, I'm bored. What do I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go make 2000 bucks a day mm-hmm. doing what you did two years ago. Yeah. So anyway. Awesome. Well, okay. I think that's, I mean, just, I you know, it. I just wanted to give y'all an idea to say, you know, if you're, I think it kind of started from lunch. We were ticked off. We couldn't eat outside. It's like, hire some more people. (laughs) Come on, 65-year-old. You can wait my table just like a 20-year-old can. So better. I'd enjoy your company a lot more. (laughs) Yes, she would. (laughs) So if if you're bored, if COVID's got you down and you're bored and you want to go do something, please understand there are lots of jobs out there. Just because you're 65 or 70 doesn't mean no one wants to hire you. And if you can make, you could use a little more money, you you want to get out of the house. And if you and your wife are on each other's nerves, go get a job and do something else. So, all right. Okay. Sounds good. Thank y'all so much. This has been a fun, helpful, hopefully, episode of the Answers on Aging podcast. Please don't forget to like and share and tell your friends about our program. And check out our website if you want to find out more information about any of the articles or resources that we mentioned in today's show. Okay. Thank you all very much. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy-to-find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the Show Notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please, let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family. 